Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Real Podcast. I'm your host, Real Joe Quinn, as we continue to look back at season three of the hit show Snowfall. We are up to season three, episode two, The More You Make. Of course, this is episode 926 overall of the Real Deal Podcast. We're going to, we're going to be at 1,000 before you know it. Like I, <laughs> The way we've been pumping out these episodes, uh, we probably be at 1,000. I want to say early. I, well, definitely not in 2023, but I would say mid, mid, mid-2024, mid-2024. Yeah, I would say about April. Uh, April or so, the way we uh putting out these podcasts. But anyway, 926, uh, this episode, or the themes of this episode, Chess, Not Checkers, and Expansion. Uh, quick recap, Franklin changes up, Andre gets desperate, and Julia helps Teddy. Now, a quick correction. Uh, last episode... I said that uh, they didn't acknowledge Claudia's death until season five. That was, of course, we find out in this episode, of course, that was not true. Uh, we find out Claudia, you know, Claudia uh, ODs in this particular, in last episode, and we it carried over to this episode. So apologies for that uh, mistake. Uh, so Claudia, and of course, that was a big part of this episode. So in terms of regards to the themes, uh, again, this was a very, this was, Season three, I don't remember season three having any bad episodes or any mediocre episodes. This was another strong one. A lot of setup in this particular episode. Um, again, chestnut checkers. We see Franklin playing chess and Andre in essence playing checkers. That's why I said that because we'll, we'll talk about that over uh, the course of this episode. We'll begin with the deep dive. The Andre Louis interrogation, of course, we just met, I just mentioned about. They uh, about the police uh, finding Claudia. So Claudia ODs her body. Her number one man finds her. Uh, had had she had not shown up for work, um, and he says tells them that Louis was the last one to see to see her. Of course, we listen. We Claudia was on her her downfall. She never recovered from that uh, fight with Louis, and Louis basically you know bashed her head in. And that led to her, of course, her addiction on coke and cocaine, and uh, you know that's what that's of course how that went down. So Louis, Louis was part of Claudia's dying, but not necessarily responsible for it. Um, certainly not enough to prove uh, to any foul play or anything like that. The bottom line is, so Andre decides to take Louis in. He waits till Jerome pulls off before he, uh, or he takes. Well, he takes Louis in, and that was a smart. That was probably the only smart thing Andre did uh, in this particular episode, especially in regards to this interrogation. Because the bottom line, he has nothing now. For there was a period of time where no one knew Louis was where Louis was at, so Andre had a little wiggle room as far as that in terms of it to be able to come at her. But he has, and he he you know he he kind of knows this in a sense. He has no evidence. He has nothing. Um, he lies to Louis during the interrogation. He makes stuff up. You know, the blinds was up. Uh, the, you know, this neighbor, uh, this, you know, neighbor saw you, saw through the lines and saw you, you know, push Louis's head, excuse me, push Claudia's head in, in the water and what, what have you. So all this is bullshit. And again, you're going up against a criminal like Louis. Someone is street savvy and as smart as Louis. As shook as she was, and she was shook from the standpoint of, just impatient and you know she had to 
basically she had to piss. But Louie was way too was too smart for Andre. Just, that, I mean, she just didn't even she didn't even have to use you know didn't even have to you know go down in her bag of tricks as far as thinking to uh to get out this situation. She actually actually allowed Andre to make the mistake by again you know it's one thing when he says the blinds are down or up that was one thing, but when he makes up the fact that uh. You know, the, the neighbor, the witness saw, you know, her push Louis, you know, push Claudia's head under the water. That's when he slipped. Uh, and we all know, Louis knows, Andre knows, everybody knows that Claudia died of the overdose. It was not no physical struggle uh, this this time around. Of course, last time when they, when they met up last season, that was when, you know, Louis, you know, the, when Louis basically, you know, knocked Claudia out uh, with the head, you know, with her banging her head against that uh, against the wall or what have you, against uh, against a very hard object. I forgot exactly what it was, um, but this was not the case. And again, Andre is clearly desperate. He has allowed his emotion and his vendetta against uh, Franklin and the family to get to, in essence, get the best of him. And there's really no tactical. Um, plan that Andre has. You know, Andre is like, it's kind of like, all right, I'm going to come at, and, he, and again, this is the mistake that he makes. Um, he, in essence, gives away his plan uh, to Franklin in, in the last episode. Like, he basically says, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, I'm gonna come after everybody you love, then come after you. Well, you know, the, if you really want to come after Franklin, the best way, it, I'd I think the best I way to come after him would be kind of like do the two things that he doesn't see coming. And I don't know how he could not see you coming. If you actually tell him what you're going to do, like, you know, imagine a football team giving away their game plan over the, you know, all right, this is what you know, giving away their game plan to another team uh, on like Saturday night or something, uh, you know, in terms of the NFL. So it's, Again, Andre is absolutely playing checkers. Like he just, again, he just does not. He's a cop. He's a. He's in essence, he's a beat cop. He's not a detective, and they even clowned him during. Uh, by one of his, uh, you know, colleagues even clowned him, saying, you know, you got Officer Wright trying to play detective instead of just being a regular beat cop officer, which he is. So he was, again, he was completely desperate. He was completely over his head in this situation. And in essence, nothing got out of it. But in essence, to piss Louis off and to heighten the Franklin Saint organization on the fact that, hey, Andre is, is coming for us. Which, by the way, Franklin knew anyway, based off the conversation that they had in the previous episode. And again, I, let me, and I want to go back to that. Um, let me go back to that as well. So of course, I mean, one of the themes of this season, of this entire season, uh, one of the, one of the big storylines is Franklin versus Andre. Um, again, if you're, you know, if you are, it's kind of like a chess match, a war, whatever, a battle you want to call, it, whatever you want to call it. If you are in a, on the field of battle, I just don't think this is no way that you can win that battle, win that war, if your opponents if your enemy or opponent knows what you're going to do. And in essence, like him coming for Louis was a very predictable move. It was extremely predictable. And it had no thought. There was no thought 
behind it. I'm, we're just going to try to shake her up and have her crack. Clearly, not clearly. Andre doesn't understand who Louis is and what Louis is about, or he thought he did. Uh, in regards to when he said, "Yeah, you're from Louisiana," he had some information about the the Claudia. He, you know, he had some background, some context on the Claudia Louis relationship that he kind of tapped into in regards to Claudia was, you know, turning out young girls and using them and then getting rid of them or breaking them. So he had some of that, but. He doesn't. He clearly doesn't know who Louis is from the standpoint of how strong Louis is and how loyal Louis is. There was zero chance, zero chance that Louis was going to do something to jeopardize her relationship with Franklin and the Saint and Jerome, or do something that compromised their business. It just it just wasn't going to happen. And again, this was a what? This was not a ill-conceived plan by Andre. It was sloppy. It was just. Like I said, it was a somebody playing checkers, and we're, we're going to see a number of moves Andre tries to make over the season, over the course of the season, that are kind of connecting and right along some of this, uh, some some of this in terms of this scene, in terms of this episode, some similar moves and mistakes over the course of this season. But this one had zero chance. Look again, Louis, you know, waited out. Let him allowed him to make a mistake and and just like a you know in a football game or like he beat it, he in essence beat himself uh with, with what he said to Louis best scenes Franklin man boy Leon so I'm gonna kind of kind of combine these scenes they met up twice during the episode for, for reups and drop drop for uh, reups I want to focus on the second one the second meet the second meet that they had because in the second meet that they had uh Franklin gives man boy more responsibility. And basically says to him, "Hey, you gotta you know cook it yourself." Is you know I'm giving you more because you know this is this is about trust. You want to be a part of this business. You want you know and, and what have you. And he also, you know, ask him. You know, tries to uh, get inside Man Boy's head, saying, "Hey, what you going to you know what are you going to do next? What are you going to do with this?" Man Boy tries to give him uh, gives him the conventional answer: "Hey, I'm gonna sell it and you know make basically sell it, make money, come back to you." But, you know, Franklin's smarter than that. He says, no, in terms of expansion. And then Mad Boy understands what time it is from that standpoint and basically says, no, we're not coming, you know, after your territory or not basically not, you know, you don't have to worry about from that standpoint of me encroaching on your territory anymore. And then Franklin uh, gets into this story uh, in their high school days where there was this big cafeteria fight uh you know, obviously, it was a, a major brawl that basically shook up the whole school. And it says a lunch lady got knocked out. Uh, during the course of that story, Man Boy says, hey, man, he tells, you know, he says, you know, some of us, a lot of us, a lot of people in there, a lot of people were fighting. We knew not to get into the mess. I wasn't basically inciting that. Franklin saying that he didn't get involved with it. He was out. He was gone. Man Boy then says, Hey, I was over the fence and gone. And you know, Franklin says, you know, let's not get basically not get into the mess, trying to send a send a message to Man Boy. Now, the key part is when Man Boy leaves, uh, Leon, you know, okay, Leon hates Man Boy. We all know this. He hates, he can't stand him, doesn't trust him, just just outright just doesn't like him as a person, per se. And Leon says, well, who knocked out the who knocked out the lunch lady? And it turns out Franklin says it was Man Boy. So I want to tell you, like, so this is 
where Franklin's at right now. He, in essence, was sending a message to both Leon and Man Boy. Man Boy, from the standpoint of, hey, I know you're coming. Like I can see, I can see your ambition. I like, I you like, in essence, a lot of you are a lot of you know. Man Boy has Franklin Saint characteristics. Very calm, cunning, uh, thinker. So man, so Franklin kind of lets him know from that standpoint. Like I, I see you. More importantly, in terms of Leon, he basically the message was, uh, in terms of him telling him he uh, that he knocked out the lunch lady. Don't under, don't underestimate. Don't do not underestimate this guy. Like don't play him for a sucker. So again, Franklin sending a message to both Leon and Man Boy with that story. With that story in those, in, that, in that particular scene, I thought it was, a, it was an excellent scene. The second, but the second scene in particular. When they're kind of going back and forth, uh, so uh, I mean, great scene. Uh, Franklin, Jerome, Louis, Leon, and Peaches. Uh, so they all at Jerome and Jerome's house, uh, Jerome and Louis's house. And Franklin has decided that the nickel diming, the street, you know, the 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 basic way that we're that we're moving drugs or we're selling drugs is no is like is drawing too much attention, and we need to focus on more of high-end dealers, high-end customers. Like, we're still going to do part of the nickel-dime stuff, but we're going to focus on kid dealers that can move multiple keys. We're going to we're expanding. We're going to grow this business and we're expanding. So Franklin already sees into the future what he wants the business to be. Um, he's made enough. He's making money hand over foot. But he also, this is also a pivot. This also is a pivot because of the heat that, that he's feeling from Andre and the amount of tension that uh, he mentions it that his even his dealers are being are sloppy and the amount of tension. And, and the bottom line is he's, you know, there's no hiding, there's no more hiding in plain sight, frankly. Everybody knows who he is, everybody knows how he moves. Um, he's hoping that dealing with more high end clientele. And dealers will lessen the profile and, and kind of take the heat off him and, and, and his family. So we see Franklin uh, with these moves already thinking about thinking about what the future is going to uh, look like for uh, his organ uh, for his organization. Franklin, Avi, Leon. Uh, this is one of the few scenes where Avi. So they discuss. Franklin comes uh, to Avi about advice on how to move his money. He says he's making, you know. He's making so much, making almost too much money. Basically, Ivy says that's kind of like the, the the best problem, uh, the best problem to have. He notices now. This is one of the very few scenes where Ivy isn't his usual jovial, cracking jokes and doing wild shit type deal. There's one of the few scenes in the entire series that Ivy's during the entire series that Ivy's on, during the entire series that Ivy's in, where he's not that wild, jovial personality. Franklin again immediately picks up on this and basically says, uh, you know, Avi was wrong. Avi says, the longer you live, the more mistakes you make. And clearly that is uh, something that will be flushed out over the course of, uh, in a couple, maybe even the next episode, uh, we'll get more on that. But again, and he, of course, Avi gives Leon a Uzi and a couple mags. Um, he advises Avi, Avi advises Franklin on, you know, staying focused, um, don't get too greedy. So again, Avi, there were moments during the series where 
you know, when you got past all the bullshit with Avi, and I mean bullshit about just the jokes and the wild behavior and shit, that Avi would drop some dime, drop some jewels on Franklin or in general, and you know they would absolutely make sense. Uh, of course, Avi is you know guy probably that guy he probably was in his mid late forties, early fifties, and maybe older, maybe maybe even the characters are even older than that. So and he likes Franklin, and he genuinely likes Franklin. He says, I wasn't going to shoot you. And Franklin says, I would, when they were, you know, looking at a gun, Franklin was holding this golden gun uh, that Avi had. Said, this is the one you're going to shoot me with. And Avi says, I would never, I never was going to shoot you. I was just testing you. So there you see the bond between Avi and Franklin uh, during this particular scene. And he really uh, fies into Avi, excuse me, Avi confides to Franklin in a way that we hadn't seen Avi confide to anyone up until this point in the series. Uh, excellent, great scene. Uh, great job by the actor who plays Avi um, as he able, was able just to bring, you know, bring down his personality and really uh, let us into uh, the a rare, vulnerable side of, of, of Avi. Franklin, Andre, and Melanie, uh, this was one of the final scenes in the whole, in the, um, the episode. So all this shit has went down where uh, Louis just picked up. Uh, of course, Jerome has, not excuse me, uh, Andre has nothing on Louie. Louie, uh, once they, Louie, get, was able, once Franklin was able to get Louie, get, uh, get Louie, uh, get the lawyer, they immediately got Louie out. Nothing came about it. You know, so, you know, but a, but a dirty look from Andre, from Franklin to Andre when they was down at the precinct. So, this all this happens, um, and of course, now we know. I mean, of course, now in this season, we know that Franklin has his own place. He stops by Jerome and and Louis time to time, talk business, but he has his own spot. So he rolls up on Andre's porch, uh, at Andre's house, knocks on the door, and completely follows Andre. I mean, Andre, um, is completely shook and shocked and surprised, and. The way Damson Hutchins played this was brilliant. I like it was it was really a, a masterclass in acting. He was rolling up as if he's not a king drug kingpin drug dealer, as if Andre hasn't told him to stay away from me and mine. Hey, I'm gonna take here's a birthday gift from Mel. I was hoping to take her to Baskin Robbins to get some ice cream. I think he said Baskin Robbins. And I again, Andre is completely befuddled during this scene. Melanie was surprised as well. And you know you have Franklin with this devilish smile uh, as Andre just refutes like yeah she doesn't want to go she doesn't want it she's not like don't do this here and then Franklin as Franklin's walking away Andre following him, follows him you see Alton on the, Alton on the porch chilling saying everything good and they both say fine and Franklin you know I think says you know have a good night and, and goes in his car just like. Again, a brilliant scene. This is <laughs> brilliant acting by both by both people, by both uh, act characters, uh, actors, especially again, Damson Iltris in this scene was was you know was just tremendous. He like I say, he owned this particular scene, and just I mean even and, and the actor that plays uh, Andre as well. I think Marcus Henderson is his name. He just his the shock and surprise that he had on his face. Like I say, he didn't again checkers versus chess. The move. Uh, that Franklin made Andre never saw coming. He never saw him coming to visit him like that. That he, like I said, he was befuddled 
uh, when Franklin knocks on the door and uh, to come pick up Mel as if nothing, as if they don't have a beef or as if they're still, like, as if it were old times when they were in high school and dating and puppy love and all that. So, you know, just a message to Andre, like, yeah, you tried, you failed, I'm here, I'm still here. That's in essence what, essence what, it, what it was. He never, there was no intention. He never had any intention. He knew that there was no chance that Melanie uh, was going to go with him or was going to be allowed to go with him. So that wasn't even that. That wasn't even what that was about. That was about him sending a message to Andre: your little plan, your little plan, your first, the first part of your little plan failed, but I'm still here. That's all there's to it. Again, that this was a brilliant scene. It wasn't really wasn't that long, about maybe a minute. If that, if that, it was a very quick scene, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes, quick scene. But uh, there was a lot to be said in that particular scene um, with those two. And the MVP is that particular scene is the MVP to me of the episode. Uh, again, this uh, Damson Eldris, both actors were, were, were great in it. Um, and it was a recurring theme over the, over the episode just the you know how measured and how under control Franklin is versus versus Andre like you know Andre again is chasing is absolutely is clearly after Franklin we know this but they up to this point there's really no plan there there's really no plan of action there's just you know basically he's basically in essence throwing darts so We'll see how this progresses over the course of this season. Uh, in regards to Teddy, um, uh, we saw Teddy, Teddy meet up with Julia, so they're they're kind of working to, uh, together. As far uh, as far as uh, they're kind of working together, we saw they kind of met up. So, and we also saw that the fact that also and Teddy um, met up with Lucia's mother uh, to to get some deep. To uh to gain to get distribution routes to uh to move their drugs uh so they were to make a deal with her um Lucille's mom realizes that uh, Oso was in love with her and of course he says he hasn't seen her and she left basically says he she left she left him after she uh after she ran in from dying and hasn't seen her and Lorena um we find out as well that Lorena is still with the DEA and she believes that. It has them has them believing that she's completely flipped on the DEA and turned bad, which turned uh, rogue, which is not the case. But uh, obviously, she's playing a dangerous game with being that deep. And of course, Tony, her superior, has a look of like, you know, it's your life. You know, so they had a scene basically in essence because uh, that's how far deep she's in it in it with the uh, villain waivers. Uh, with Teddy and uh, with uh, Oso as well. Um, Oso has it. We'll, we'll, that's that's a. We'll we'll see what happens with when when Oso meets up with her uh, later on in the season. But um, as right now, Oso doesn't even know that Teddy is working with with uh, Lorena. He doesn't know that. So those are a couple of other things that that happened over the course of the episode. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. Uh, I will see you next time as we look 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 ahead 
look at it, talk about, discuss another, discuss another episode of Snowfall season three, episode three. So long. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.